Life Audio. Hey, welcome to the Gospel Rant. I'm Dr. Bill Sinyard. We are still on a journey through the Sermon on the Mount. I am appreciating the feedback. I hope you're liking it. Uh, and, and there seems to have been lots of aha moments. We, we love that. Our passion here is to help beat up and frustrated Christians experience the love of God again. Uh, Jesus purchased it for them once for all time, but we fall out of experiencing it. I do. Uh, so we need to lean into it, and, and that's what we've been exploring. So the idea is to stop the same old, same old uh, spiritual formation techniques that aren't working, that have just become rote. And let's find a biblical, radical, lively way to plunge into the arms of God again. We desperately need that in this increasingly lonely and anxious generation. And look, a child could do it. It's we adults that struggle so. And hey, that segues into the topic for this podcast. I want you to imagine an adolescent boy, churched, good kid, good family, and he says the Lord's Prayer every night, word for word, just like he was taught, just like he memorized it. But this night, something is different. Kind of a Twilight Zone experience that changes everything. So it's a drama in this podcast. Intrigued? But first... A word from our sponsors. But look around you, your family, your faith. They're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung hero of her king and country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. All right, welcome back, and we'll get right into it. First, cue the Twilight Zone. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound. A dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. So young tweens, Malcolm's mom yelling from the other room, Malcolm, Malcolm, can you hear me? Before you go to bed, make sure that you pray. That's a good boy. Yes, ma'am. Malcolm gets off his bed, kneels appropriately on the floor. He looks back at his video game that he was playing with longingly. He'll have to start that game over, he supposes, but he needed to get this prayer out of the way. He's a good boy, after all. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, yes. Malcolm looks around the room to locate the source of the voice, at least, that's what it sounded like. 
It sounded like someone saying, yes, that's very strange. So he shook his head and thought that his imagination was getting the best of him. He decided to start over. Our father who art, yes. What is it? Okay, who's saying that? Show yourself. Well, it's me, God. You Didn't you say you wanted me? Okay, Michael smiled, thinking that he was being fooled somehow. He looked around for some speaker. Mom's playing a prank, for sure. So, Malcolm, great to hear from you. You are such a special boy. Tell me what you want to say. Well, what do you mean? Well, usually when people contact me, they want to tell me something or ask for something. That makes sense, right? Well, sure, I suppose. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's in the prayer somewhere. I've never really thought about it much. Um, I think I'm just going to keep on going with the prayer and, and let's see what happens. Okay, go for it. Okay, let's see. Where was I? Um, you know, I'm just going to start over. Our Father, who art in heaven, uh, Malcolm, look, just saying, you don't need to use words like art or thou. Nobody uses those words anymore. There's nothing wrong with saying them. I get it. But Malcolm, you know, I would prefer you using your own words. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Let me see. I've just never thought about it. Okay. My father, who is in heaven. Ah, yes, I like that. Keep on going. Well, hallowed be thy, um, your name. Oh, it is. Thank you for saying that. Um, Do you know what that means, hallowed? Uh, No, um, I I think it's something good, though. Oh, yes, it is. It means that you want me honored. So, if I understand your wish, you just want to make sure that I feel honored here in your bedroom. Is that right? Um, yeah, I, I suppose. Do you? Oh, yes. You called me your heavenly father. I know how much you love your dad. I feel honored that you would say that to me as well. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, Thy, I mean, sorry, (laughs) your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Uh, You know, I said it, but I don't know exactly what I said. I mean, do you mind? Oh, not at all. It means that you want everything, everywhere, to be what I want. So, let me see. Here's an example. Uh, You want to play more of the video game before bedtime. Am I right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Well, don't get me wrong. There's nothing evil in that. But what you said was that you are really willing to give up what you want in order to do what I want you to do. Really? Is that what I said? Well, I kind of want both. <laughs> well, okay, then let's change your prayer. We want you to want to say it. So, hmm, Something like, Heavenly Father, I want you to get your way as long as it is the same as my way. How's that, Malcolm? Well, yeah, I guess that's what I'm thinking. I mean, is that okay? Well, let me say this. Strictly because of what my son Jesus did for you 2,000 years ago, I love you as much as I love him. 
and he loves me. I can't love you more than this. I love you no matter what you say to me. I am your biggest fan, Malcolm. There is nothing you can do to make me love you more or less. I really want to be with you. Wow. I don't know what to say. That's really cool. I love it when my dad says that to me, and he says that he is my biggest fan. I guess I have two biggest fans. Oh, yes, Malcolm. You are very fortunate. Well, hey, can we keep going? Um, Let's see. I remember. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, well, what does that mean? I mean, really? Yeah, let me tell you a story. When I used Moses to set my people free from slavery in Egypt a long time ago, I led them into the wilderness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the story. You parted the Red Sea so that they would escape the army and chariots, right? That's right, Malcolm. So when they were safe, I wanted to help them learn how to not be slaves. See, slaves have to do what they're told. They may hate it, and they likely do. And you know what? I get it. They may be punished if they don't obey. So how do they learn that they are so special to me, that I am their biggest fan? I want to know what they want. I want them to feel honored. I want them to feel special. So what can I do? Oh, I'm not sure. Well, here's one thing that I did. I took them out into a harsh desert where there was no food, no water. Think no King Supers or Piggly Wiggly or 7-Eleven or McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell. (laughs) But instead, I would make manna appear every morning on the ground. And I will tell you, manna was not the best tasting stuff, but it fed them. It gave them all the nutrients they would need. And I gave them water as well. So how'd they take it? I mean, were they happy? Were they thankful? Oh, no, 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 not at all. They complained a lot. Some even wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to become slaves again. Wow, sorry about that. But honestly, I mean, I kind of get it. I complain to mom and dad when we have to eat stuff like, like Brussels sprouts. I don't like them. I only really like pizza. I know, I've seen you at the table. So, do you know what I was teaching them? I mean, my people in the desert? Well, um, you were teaching them that they're just slaves, and they need to obey, and they need to be grateful for whatever, even when you don't like something. You have to do what God, I mean, uh, what you want, even if it's not pizza every day. No, Malcolm, that's not really the lesson. I mean, how much fun would that be? How honorable would they feel? It kind of feels like another form of slavery, doesn't it? And remember your last prayer, my will be done. You said that one, right? At least before we changed it. (laughs) Well, yeah, pretty much. No, I was helping them to see that as slaves, they're not going to trust me. They're going to like me about as much as they liked their former masters, and they hated them. They were afraid of them, but they would never, ever call them father. I'm trying to get them to see that they will not be grateful. They will not trust me. They'll only fear me because that's what slaves do. Well, but then what? Now now they feel like failures and, and losers and, like you said, slaves. 
Well, yes and no. Then, hopefully, they will come to me and ask for the power to change. See, I can give them new hearts, my spirit in their inner being, and my spirit will give them access to a new gratefulness, a new love for me and trust for me, and they will even feel loved. Some, they will begin to feel like my children, my sons, my daughters, and then they will begin to feel like I'm a fan of theirs, and it is a process for sure. Slaves don't transform overnight. So, so wait a minute, my prayer, you're saying that I don't want the things that I asked for. <laughs> you tell me, did you? I mean, no judgment. Remember, I am your biggest fan. I love you no matter what you say here. Well, no, I, I, I suppose I really want my will be done. I want pizza. I guess I, I don't suspect you will give me pizza every day any more than my parents do. I probably don't complain on the outside, but I think I'm complaining on the inside. Oh, yes, that's a fact. And I am so proud of you for saying that to me, Malcolm. But but it hasn't changed. I'm still there. I, I can't seem to be a different boy. Exactly. But here's something that you can do. Ask me, Malcolm, to give you that new heart that wants to do my will. This is that new heart and new spirit, and they trust me. You can't do it on your own. You, you can say the words, Malcolm, but they are just words, and you're complaining on the inside. Um, is, is all that in the prayer, too? <laughs> no, not exactly. The prayer is best used to expose, uh, let me see, to make people see that they can't or won't do these things, that, you know, they really don't want to mean them. It's like giving them a mirror to look and see what they really look like. So then they run to my arms, they ask me to change them until they actually want these things and want to say these things. Look, go to the next one in the prayer. Oh, okay. Um, let me see. Let me remember. Okay, got it. Give us this day our daily bread. Um Forgive us our debts as this area. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Boy, I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds like something you might want. Oh, yes, it is. You're saying that when you do something wrong, you are asking that I forgive you as much as you forgive others who have hurt you. No more, no less. So remember when that. Ralph Boy pushed you at school and everyone laughed at you. Have you forgiven him? Oh, no, no. He's such a jerk. He embarrassed me in front of everyone. He deserves to be punished. And, you know, he, he deserves to be punished in front of everybody. That's only fair. I agree. But when you say the prayer, you are saying that you want me to forgive you as much as you forgave Ralph. No more, no less. Well... I don't want that. I want you to really, really forgive me. I mean, you do, don't you? You will, right? Isn't that what Jesus did for me? Oh, quite correct, Malcolm. So a better way of saying that prayer would be, hmm, let me see, forgive me, uh, forgive me more than I forgive others? A lot more? Ha <laughs> ha, by Jove, I think he's got it. 
What? Oh, just quoting one of my favorite movies. Oh. But, Malcolm, the prayer is helping you see something else. How long ago did Jesus die so that I would really, really forgive you of all of your bad choices? Well, a long time ago. I mean, long before mom and dad. Right, so I have already forgiven you then. A really long time ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Wait, I'm confused. So, let me simplify it. If I have already forgiven you, why do you ask that I forgive you again? Um, well, because I still feel bad when I make bad choices or or yell or, or lie. So, Malcolm, smart boy, what might a prayer be that better fits what you really, really want from me? Mm, okay, make me feel how much you already have forgiven me. Yeah, make me feel that you are still my biggest fan, that you love me like my dad loves me. Oh, oh I like that prayer. Uh, give it a try. And, and this time, your words. Malcolm's mom speaks again. Malcolm, who are you talking to? I told you it was bedtime. Okay, Mom, I'm still praying. <clears throat> okay, God, here, here it goes. Uh, my heavenly dad, I am back, but not what I should be. I should want you to feel honored here. I should want you to get your way in my life. I should trust you for everything, but I don't. I really want my stuff. I want pizza every day. And I definitely can't forgive. Make me want to forgive. Um, make me feel you, your forgiveness for me. And, and I guess what I'm trying to say is make me feel just how much you really, really love me. Amen. How's that, God? God? Malcolm, time for bed. Don't make me come in there. It's okay, Mom. I'm good. I'm really, really good. All right, we will be back after a short word from our sponsors for some final comments. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, I hope you enjoyed Malcolm's Lord's Prayer. If you want to learn more, check out the previous three podcasts I did on the Sermon on the Mount, particularly on the Lord's Prayer. The feedback I've gotten that is was that it was a bit controversial, all right, maybe a lot controversial, but if we didn't think that we were onto something that would make frustrated and, and weary Christians feel more of the love of, of Christ, we wouldn't have gone this direction. We wouldn't have put it in a podcast, right? And remember, the Sermon on the Mount series uh, between now and Christmas, it's published on Sundays. Um, and if you're interested, by the way, I published earlier this year a small group engage workbook on the Beatitudes called Jesus Said What? We're getting great feedback with the material. You can find it on our website, gospel-app.com. You can find it on Amazon. The videos are available on Right Now Media. Uh, By the way, over 5,000 views in 2022 of our six video series on Right Now Media. Praise God. We're getting the word out there and, and you're helping. Thank you so much. In the next Sermon on the Mount podcast, we'll look at Matthew 6, 19 to 24, entitled, What's God's Real Beef with Money? Uh, A very poignant podcast as we head into tax time. And remember, also, we have in parallel with the Sermon on the Mount series, we have an Advent series that's published every Saturday until New Year's Eve. Help us get the word out for that. We thank you ahead of time. Until the next podcast, take heart, child of God. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.